Welcome back to another Hoops Adamas podcast. Tommy Rain with Adam Shaofu. A lot going on in the NBA. Uh, just this this whole month, right? I mean, we are we are officially back into the whole swing of things, and uh, you know, moves are happening, and uh, teams are also making moves in the playoffs. That's right, Tommy. Pretty wild uh, news to wake up to this morning here in uh, colorful Colorado, and uh, I thought I was still asleep. Um, what? Steve Nash is the coach of the Nets. Yeah, I, I actually did not believe that. I was actually, I actually found that out while uh, I was getting my car battery changed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, a very busy morning for me. Just a lot of car troubles this morning. It wouldn't even start. Um, but yeah, man, Steve Nash going to the Nets. No one saw this coming. And um, I mean, like, we're. I think Nets fans are just praying that it's not like another Jason Kidd situation, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought the uh, most insight I've gotten from this was actually from the Hoopstradamus group chat. You know, exactly. Same, same. Yeah, yeah I, I found this out through that. Oh, well, yeah, because like I, I looked at, you know, Stephen A. Smith and some of the people who had things to say about it. And Stephen A. Smith uh, went on a rant about white privilege, which frankly, I think is kind of bullshit because like Steve Nash is one of the smartest basketball players of all time. And there's been other players hired as coaches that without coaching experience, but Gabriel Wilkins uh, of Hoopstradamus made a really good point that he was a mentor for Stephen Curry and that he was uh, in a key player development role with the Golden State Warriors. And so yeah. he, he was does, like in that weird bridge between like a front office guy and like a coach. So he was like in that middle period where he, he wasn't at every practice, but he was probably there a couple times a week where, you know, he does have a ring with them, mm-hmm. even though he doesn't really count it. So this is really his chance to, you know, really make a, I don't know, uh, I, I hate when people like say post career, post playing career, like legacy and stuff like that. When people say it's like a legacy, but it's just, it's an experiment, you know, that, that's yeah. how I, I'm looking at it. And I, I think if Steve Nash is ready, I, th- I, I think he's ready, you know, because he's yeah. like, you said, he's one of the smartest players ever. And he just seems, you know, like a good head on his shoulders. And, and who better to groom Kyrie Irving and help him exactly. kind of take yeah. that, turn like, that corner, I mean, you know? Just the whole everyone talking about the locker room issues for next season. I think that's the perfect guy to have for that position. Yeah, I hope so. Because, I mean, I frankly uh, – I mean, I'm not going to pull any punches. Not This isn't what the podcast is about. Uh, I'm not a big Ka- Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant fan just based on, like, some of the, th- the things they've said to the media and kind of the way they carry themselves. I think Kyrie Irving thinks he's a, you know, 12th century astronomer uh, that's the smartest man in the room. And Kevin Durant always has his riddles. He's always putting posting riddles. He has his burner accounts. It, they just seem a little pretentious to me i like more of a down-to-earth star like steph curry who can still be really cocky but like doesn't think that they're an astronomer or a philosopher you know what i mean like doesn't take himself so seriously uh kevin durant is like the king of like cryptic tweets you know what i mean i like that we got some royalty and we got a philosopher i like that (laughs) so it's like rooting for this next team next season because I do want to see – because I hope to say they have a guy like – I hope they have Dinwiddie on the team. Yeah. I like Dinwiddie ever since he was with the Bulls, and I thought he got, got a bad deal with Dude, the I was so pissed the Bulls let him go because, I mean, I liked him when he was with Detroit, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. how often do you get a 6'5 or 6'7, like a, you know, a very big point guard that can play either guard position and – you know, go back to the basket or go slash. Uh, he was developing the jumper at that time. It's certainly come a long way. I mean, that's a valuable piece, and the Bulls pretty much uh, neglected it and then brought on uh, <laughs> Michael Carter-Williams. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know why the Bulls thought Michael Carter Williams would be um, anything but like what we've seen after his rookie season. But yeah, whatever they that, that was their choice. But Brooklyn, um, very. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this whole experiment. And this just you know everyone keeps saying this league. You know, referring to the NBA, how much drama it is. But um, I think this is this is really dramatic because just, no one really knew about it. You know, maybe yeah. Wojnarowski heard about it a week ago and. He never said he never said anything, or no one, you know, that's yeah. kept under wraps. Because the real astronomer, the real philosopher, is Woj. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Woj. Uh, anyways, um, what was I going to say? Going like back with the Brooklyn. Uh, this I feel like this is going to open a lot of doors for other coaches who are, you know, maybe they're they just retired, right? Who want yeah. to become coaches? Like now we're hearing about Chauncey Billups. Was Chauncey yeah. Billups? In the circle here with the Brooklyn Nets, was he a possibility? You know, I don't know. And Chauncey would be interesting because he's kind of cut from that same cloth, like a really smart point guard. Uh, Chauncey has been sought after in in, uh, front office roles. So that could be very interesting. And there's some good jobs open still. Uh, I mean, the Chicago Bulls job, it's actually a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean, see, we're talking about all these other guys, but we don't even mention these, I guess, Steve Nash. Because now now that Steve Nash was just out of nowhere, people are, like, really opening their eyes to seeing who else could it be, you know? Yeah. Chauncey Billups with the Bulls? Yeah, why, CB with CB, why not, you know? I w- yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed. Um, but anyway, should we get into the playoffs? Because we're, we're in some weird, wild times. Okay, so uh, last time I recorded on this podcast, we talked about, you know, obviously, this coming series, the Bucks versus the Heat. And I, I, I just wasn't sure where to go because, you know, this is the number one seed with the Milwaukee Bucks. And, and I've always been saying ever since, you know, we've been into the Biodome now that the Bucks are under the most pressure. But I didn't think that they'd be down 2 nothing in round two. Uh, and everyone talking about Miami being matching very well and everything, it just felt like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, that, that the Bucks just kind of believed in or something. I don't know. Or that it was just true that he kind of spoke into existence or everyone else speaking into existence. They just saw these matchups and they're like, yeah, I mean, like Bam and like these other guys. Crowder has been playing very well. They, they, they're they going to shut down Giannis. They're going to, you know, pack the paint, you know. They're going to, uh, you know, basically force him to be uncomfortable. I mean, honestly, that's, that's what they do. They're holding him to a pretty – pedestrian stat line for an MVP. I think it's 23 and a half points per game. They're doing an excellent job on him. And one of the things I love about the Miami Heat is the interchangeable pieces, right? And I especially mean that defensively because how many different looks can you give Giannis when you have uh, Bam Adebayo, Jay Crowder, Andre Iguodala, and Jimmy Butler, you know? And so that's a versatile player you have to defend, but you have a lot of dudes who uh, can give him different looks, and they all make sense. Obviously, you're not going to put Duncan Robinson on Giannis, you know, but they've done a really good job of uh, frustrating him so far. And I think I think people forget about the Heat is this is a team of dogs. Like, when, when, I, when I look at these guys, uh, Duncan Robinson, undrafted, correct? Kendrick Nunn, undrafted. Yeah. Jay Crowder, was he drafted? I wouldn't be surprised if he was in Like, maybe? Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Can you look that up for me while I go yeah. on my little rant here? Yeah, yeah. go ahead and look that up. Uh, and Jimmy Butler, I believe, was the last pick of the first round. These guys are all dudes who are used to people not believing in them. They're used to being that underdog, and they kind of thrive in it. And so it doesn't matter what happened before mid-March. When you look at the NBA season right now, 
it's about toughness. It's about shooting because the shooters are shooting well in the bubble. And it's about defense. And Miami Heat, check, check, check. And so I am not surprised at all that they're up 2-0 here. Home court advantage doesn't matter. The Miami Heat could win the championship because they are going to score on you. And they have the roster to line up with any team in the league. And so, honestly, I wouldn't put it past them to win this game in, or win this series in six. Yeah, see, now – you say six. I'm thinking five might be a, a possible, even a sweep. Everyone's thinking. Everyone's talking about sweep now. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, we're going. They're going on. They're going back home. But yeah, uh, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I, I can see the Bucks not not it's down two zero. I mean, like we're the Bucks were ahead in the situation last year, and everyone was saying the Bucks could win. So things could happen. Uh, momentum can switch, but it just hasn't looked because even when the Heat are not playing amazingly. Uh, the Bucks, uh, they they've been trying to do as much as they could. As we're about to have a guest on right now, we have Leo Coleman. Coach oh, Coleman. here he is! Here he is, Coach yeah. Leo. Coach in Coleman the building. Is, is jumping on right now. Unbelievable! But we're talking about the Heat and the Bucks series, uh, Leo. What are your thoughts? I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> Bucks Heat. Hmm. Um. Uh. The Heat escaped with one last night. They escaped. I'm sorry. They escaped with a win last night. But um, I think they the Heat win that series only because they have the, in my opinion, the better coach. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're better. Yeah, I mean, Adam, you coach. mentioned though they have the all the correct, the all the right pieces, right? And combining that with like the perfect coach for that yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably it's probably no surprise. I mean, the, and the also chess Bulls, pieces and the Bucks chess are pretty fairly new, right? This is their second season, right? Yeah. Yeah, but uh, when I watched it last night, you know, I was talking to y'all about, you know, Duncan and Hero, you know, like it's it's in a clutch point in the game and Hero wide open for a shot, wide open, and he brick it. Tatum make that. <clears throat> Jalen Brown make that shot. And you need them. That game should not have been as close as it was down the stretch because those guys miss timely buckets. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all timely buckets they good it's a lot to ask but, for for some of these rookies even though you have so many of these rookies it's a lot to ask for to, to make you know to, to to give me a bucket down the stretch but enough timely buckets to be a two old they have a true star jimmy baller is a true star i just don't know if you win a championship <laughs> as the best guy i don't know that i mean they're that, that's a really good team and that i i, I commend the defense the defense is extraordinary like both teams like they they battle down there and bang bang but uh, you know, Duncan Robinson, he drove the lane one time, tried to make this pass, like, around somebody as a turnover, you know? like go, Yeah, you can't do that type of stuff in these types of games. And that was my only beef with him. But I, I believe in Coach Spo. I believe in Pat Riley. Uh, Jimmy Butler is okay as long as he's winning. The minute he starts losing, he's going to start pointing the finger and getting mad at people. And that's when you start to see, like, that, that that's when you start seeing, like, you know, true – the character of these uh these these young players around him, but uh we'll see. I mean, um, I don't the the, the books aren't going to go away. Giannis, I Giannis, you in um you're in oh perform. You know, I need I might I might need forty five from you one night, fifty one night. You know, we and I ain't seen it yet. They had the six points the first game. Come on, bro, now. Yeah. No, no. You're supposed to be the best player in the league? No, 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 no. That don't happen. Ever. 
<laughs> ever. So we'll see. I did think that was a little premature with people all this season saying Giannis is the best player in the league because LeBron is still around. Chelsea. And Chelsea. I can see I can see people <laughs> the argument for Kawhi, but LeBron, it's it's LeBron until you know further notice, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Kawhi's pretty good, too. Kawhi's great. And I, I think Kawhi, and, like, you know, <laughs> this is obviously recency bias because, you know, Giannis is now losing. But, you know, I could see, you know, LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis, that's a pretty de- like, that, that could, that's a pretty good top three. Yeah, don't sleep on KD. With KD, right? yeah. K- well, I mean, you know, we're not counting KD this year because. Oh, yeah, okay. we're not counting him. He's recovering. Yeah, yeah. Disrespect, man. The disrespect, bro. We'll see. We'll see. I, I, you listen, know, I, I, I Kevin Durant last season see, especially was there. I just see Durant 2.0 because uh, that, that changes your body. That changes your body. But you all over Luca? Come on, bro. Chill. Chill. Uh, uh, hey, Luca hasn't torn his Achilles, man. What, what was Kobe like when he came back from a torn Achilles? I think we're going to see a different kind of basketball from Kevin Durant. He's going to have to evolve. The, the rankings this season are not – they're not the same as last season yeah, at all. Yeah. Like, I don't count. different than last season. He is last season, Durant was a clear – list, we were talking about the year 2020. He hasn't played. He hasn't played. <laughs> all right? He didn't Kevin even go Durant. to the bubble. He didn't go. Well, well, I'm not. We're not even. We're not even talking about Kevin Durant. We're no, we're not about talking about. Kevin we were Durant. talking we're about talking him about earlier, Durant. but uh, <laughs> kind of to your point earlier, Crowder was a 34th pick. He was a second. He was okay. second round pick. Okay, there you go. There you go. But yeah, they're gonna need more from him. <clears throat> but Leo, this is this is your time to shine, my man, because you're all in on the Boston Celtics. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Dude, whoa, another team in the East that is up 2-0. They're they're. Uh, a hot young team with a hot young coach. The playoffs, man, is all about who's hot right now. Mm-hmm. And they're man, they are cruising. Like they, they are clicking. They got Kimba, like Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. The rest, like three, three all stars in my opinion. Yeah, people yeah. sleep on Jalen Brown. People sleep on Jalen Brown because Tatum's so good. But I watched some, some of his moves. That's Kyrie, man. Kyrie had such an influence on them guys when he was there. Like. And Tatum, Kobe. He's Kobe. Like, go go look at his move and his footwork. It's it's all what Kobe did. And, bro, like, that team with Brad Stevens, like, I don't see anybody beating them. I really don't. Like, they just just have a system. They play defense, and they know how to adjust. I don't see anybody beating them. I really don't. Okay. Anybody? Nobody. Some champions. Huh? So are you saying champions? Oh, in the East. No, in the okay, East. Okay, in no. the East. The Clippers are going to win it. The Clippers are going to win it. The Clippers are going to win it hands down. They're, Clippers they're, Celtics, that team, all right. Right the, now, the I think it's going to be Clippers Heat. Clippers Celtics. <laughs> and, uh, gonna, uh, you guys are just going the opposite direction with the teams yeah. that are up too low. We're not thinking of some sort of gentleman's bet. Listen, I, I, the, the Celtics are really, really fucking good. I think the Celtics – Celtics and Heat are going to be a great matchup. I, yeah. I mean, like, it's going seven games because the series is not over yet. The Raptors could win. You know, no, no, I'm not. I don't believe in the Raptors anymore. I don't know. Uh, not as much as I did before. I've never believed in Kyle Lowry. Never believed in. <laughs> oh, I like Kyle Lowry. He's scrappy. He's scrappy. No. But he, I don't know if he can be that guy. They don't have they're that just, guy. It's just not enough. It's just not enough guys. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can only have so many guys who are like decent. You know, yeah. or like Maybe, very good players. Unless Dorman Powell's been turning to Kawhi Leonard. Who knows? You know, but I, I don't no, see that I mean, it, they're, they're hoping Pascal Siakam turns into quiet. Yeah, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, like, and again, that's that's a lot to ask for. He's in, he's in his third year, right? Third or fourth year? Yep. 
I mean, I guess fourth yeah. year, right? I mean, you expect people to make that jump, but I mean, like he 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 was in a very weird situation where like DeRozan was the guy, and then now Kawhi is the guy. Now I'm gonna be the guy, you know? Like he's kind of in that situation where I guess he's yeah. trying to still find himself. You are now the guy. <laughs> You're the guy now. It's just literally the torch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Torch uh, passed down. So Leo, we were talking a little bit earlier about Steve Nash. What are your thoughts? Hmm. He's gonna go to Brooklyn to get his. It's a great opportunity for him. I don't think he's gonna be winning championships, but this is his first time. He has no head coaching experience, but it's gonna. It's a great opportunity for him to like kind of like learn, you know, coaching basketball at that level. You know, he obviously has a basketball mind. Um, I think he's gonna be a great coach. I really do. But I mean, you can't. You can't expect him to come out the gate winning championships. No, yeah. Not with that squad. No, yeah. there, there'll be a couple of trades uh, to get some veteran leadership in there to help him out, control the locker room. I'm yeah, that's what Javi and I were saying, back. man. Yeah. Um, it's just a way to see the, now because this is the first day where we're hearing about everything. So Yeah, apparently um, the head coach, is, his lead coach, that you know, the, the guy who stepped in for Kenny Atkinson is going to be his lead coach. So they didn't fire him. He, he'll be oh, the so lead. they demoted him. Yeah, he got no. <laughs> no, bro. If you don't get fired, it's a promotion. <laughs> oh, I, th- I thought you said he's coaching the D League. No, no, he. Okay, he's for some like, reason I thought he said he he's coaching the D League team. I don't know if these. I was like, no, he's the lead assistant. He's okay, lead, lead assistant. assistant. I'm sorry, I I, I misheard you. I, no, lead I, assistant D League. Sorry. Yeah. The guy who was doing it, but now um, okay. So they, so yeah, they they didn't uh, fire him then, I guess. No, no, not not based off my sources. I'll put it that way. My sources in Brooklyn said he didn't get uh he didn't get fired. He he's he's Steve Nash's lead assistant because they liked what they saw from him this year in the playoffs. That's the. But okay, that's interesting. No, because this is all this is news to both of us. Oh yeah, I, I gotta make sure I get something in, in here, folks, because we're talking about Boston a little bit. Yeah, and. I'm, I got to give credit to our guy, Josh, who had the best take of any take I've heard in the world. Because you know what he said the X factor was in the series for Boston and Toronto? Marcus Smart. He said Marcus Smart has to show up and that he's a better player than he showed. And then you look at these two games. He had 21 points on Sunday, 19 points on Tuesday. And the dude is sniping from downtown and playing his signature lockdown defense. So I just had to throw that out there. Because Marcus Smart's a really good guy in the playoffs. He's like always stepping up his game in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So that's very interesting. Cause like he's the leader of that team. He, yeah. He's an emotional no leader of that team. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of got that toughness and that's going to be an interesting matchup when it's uh two sweeps you know what i mean when the celtics sweep the raptors you got this i don't think any of that's gonna happen just for the record the bucks could still win the championship but right. right. no. we'll, we'll say they'll lose in five don't worry they'll lose <laughs> in the, the nuggets are going to win the championship and they're going to sweep the, they're going to sweep the clippers if the nuggets win the championship the i'll shave my head and only have a beard and then Jokic is going to win the finals MVP, according to Adam. <laughs> I never said any of that. I never said any of that. <laughs> but, hey, hey, let's talk about the West, though, because we are going to have some wild That's going to be a good series. Dude. Nuggets versus oh, Nuggets. I'm very interested in that series. Yeah, yeah, because those teams win? match up well against each other. Your favorite, your favorite team, Leo. Who? The Denver Nuggets. 
Oh no, they're not my favorite team. Uh, yeah, but the they're playing your they're playing your favorite in the in the the, oh, the Clippers. Uh, the Clippers. The Clippers are gonna smash. They're gonna smash them. Ooh. They're gonna smash them. I I think Clippers and six. It might be five. It might be five. It could be five. Just just for money, the league has to make money. It'll be six. It'll be six. Ratings are down. I got to make it one more game. Like, neither team has an answer for the other team's best option. Who? Like, the the Nuggets do not have – they're going to have to use Torrey Craig and they're going to have to use Jeremy Grant a lot uh, defensively. And I think we're going to see a lot of Jeremy Grant uh, in that small forward role, and I think he'll probably be the primary guy on Kawhi Leonard. Uh, 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 Before you tell me who's going to match up on the other side, who is the Nuggets' best option? Well, see, that's an interesting conversation, right? So the reason – No, not. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Now, you asked the question. Now, you're going to listen to the answer. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. Thank you. I have the floor now. I'm holding the speaking stick. Here it is. All right. <laughs> okay. So much like, uh, you know, the, the 90s jazz, it's a one-two punch. It's not a one-man show. Murray and Jokic make each other better. And okay. so uh, Murray is going to have a tough series because oh, yeah. this is not – they're going to have – P-Bev isn't healthy right now. He's a game-time decision, last I checked. But you're going to have perimeter lockdowns on Jamal Murray. He's not going to be able to do three 50-point games or whatever it is, you know what I mean? Uh, That's not going to happen against Kawhi and Paul George and hopefully P-Bev because I love watching him play. But Jokic and him are going to continue to create through each other because when the Nuggets – Frankly, they can get a little one-dimensional, and that's one of their problems. But the Clippers don't have an answer like the Utah Jazz did for Nikola Jokic. You're telling me Zubac is going to guard Jokic? No, sir. No, sir. And Montrezl Harrell, your 6'8", 6'7", center is going to have a good time against Jokic? No, sir. I don't think so. He's going to lock him down. Guess what, Leo? It's it's twelve seventeen Mountain Time right here. You better wake up and smell the Jokic coffee, okay? Hey, I'm, hey, hey, I've been up since three a.m. So yeah, so well, I can tell because you're starting to. Starting it's worth to noting though, Jokic played great the last three games. He played really well against yeah. Gobert. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he had to adjust. Gobert is really good. I mean, good players will adjust. And in, 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 in my, in, in, I should say this. It should be that he should he should have a really good series because he went up against Gobert seven yeah. games, you know. Yeah. But when it comes to defense, defense isn't played one on one. It's a team defense. The the Clippers are very very good in their team defense and the rotation. So even though Jamal, they're probably gonna switch everything because they're they're already undersized at center. They do probably if Zubox out there. They, they probably won't switch, but you put Montrezl Harrell out there, they probably switch everything just to, to match matching up wise. So Jamal Murray don't think he's gonna be getting all these free looks off these these screens and vice versa. Uh, Yoke is getting these free looks off these pick and pops. But I mean, game one is usually like a fill out game. You kind of see what their what the options are. But um, 
I think Jokic will probably they'll they'll both have good series, but it won't. That's the thing. They need other pieces to to, to, to help them out. I mean, they'll they'll both get theirs, but I mean, your Tory Craig's and uh, who else? Like who else out there uh, gonna like get? But Gary Harris, you know, Millsap. You need people like that to step up because and Millsap's Jokic and problem, Murray. Frankly. Millsap has not been playing great ball. Michael Porter Jr. needs to step up, but that's another guy you're going to have locked I forgot down. About him. I forgot about him. He, yeah, he, 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 he's going to be good. But he, um, yeah, he need, he need those guys to step up. Millsap is their, their leader. He's a, he's a vet out there who, who kind of keep them poised when they get doing the, you know, the, the little Jamal Murray, <laughs> the little thing. Hey, bro, calm down. We ain't, this game ain't over yet, you know. He, he that guy out there. So he's very valuable, very valuable. We, they got to step up because, yeah, they the Clippers, they got a whole lot of pieces. You got Marcus Morris out there. <clears throat> Come on, man. He, Jamal Murray going to see some of him. He going to yeah. see some of him. <laughs> and I like that yeah. you bring that up because what I'm looking for and what we saw against the Dallas Mavericks is it's signature Doc Rivers basketball. You know what I mean? Back at Proviso East, you know? That's Glen Rivers we're talking about, all right? Going down to the, the state championship here in Illinois, all right? But that's the signature Chicago toughness, and you see that with Doc Rivers and his teams. They want to get under your skin, and Jokic at times – there have been players who have been able to get him under kind of get him annoyed, get him to react. And I am watching for what's Montrez Harrell going to do. What's Marcus Morris going to do. They're going to try to get him thrown out of a game and they're going to try to uh, win the mental warfare against this Nuggets team. And I think and that's kind of X factor. Yeah. And, and Pat Beverly over on that bench is barking. It's barking at the, on the bench. Like, He's on guarantee. He's probably the loudest person in that little empty arena when they're playing. They they should put my, put a mic on him the entire series. <laughs> That's my CTV. Pat Beverly. What's our final prediction for that series? I, I'm gonna say I'll say Clippers in five. I could see it going I to six, six though. I see him in six. I, I'm I'm saying Clippers in six. You guys think it'll be tied at two at some point? I think the Nuggets are going to have their backs against the wall the whole time, especially so not, some point, not having the like same that. rest. You know, that, that's another huge aspect is the Clippers, they've had some time off. Mm-hmm. The Nuggets just went through a grueling series and took us back to 2004 with that 80-78 to 78 final against a really good Jazz that team. That was awesome. So, <laughs> More games like that, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> eighty-three to eighty-two. I miss those games. Jamal Murray, you know, and, and like it's it's like it makes sense for a game seven. Like it's got to be at a game seven too, because game sevens are never pretty. No, no. One uh, thing Jamal though, Murray, uh, keep an eye on Jokic just because he was not able to rebound well against the Utah Jazz. And shoot, man, you're going against the best defensive big man in the world, the Stifle Tower, as some call him. Uh, the French connection, as others say. But he's going to gobble up rebounds. But Jokic will have his boards. 
against the Clippers. He's the best rebounder. In also, that. patient zero, too. Patient zero is that his patient name? Patient zero. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's on his basketball reference. This Justin Gilbert Green is hired to coach the Bulls. <laughs> Just kidding. That didn't happen. Yeah, he's going to be Finals MVP. I'm telling you. He's like the GOAT. <laughs> he's like the best basketball player that ever played basketball in this country and in Europe. This is, this is what happens. I say I like a player, and uh, no, Leo, you are getting my Jokic takes mixed up with my Doncic takes. Okay, wrong oh, European, oh, okay. wrong European. Oh. Doncic is going to be the best player in the history of time, and when they oh, expand wow. to the space league, when they I got expand, him, I got him to say it. I got him to say it. in the history of time. In the history of time and space, better space better team. than Jordan. Oh wait, my God! Just wait. Wow. When the when the game, it's the NBA right now. Uh, we'll take that Jordan thing down behind you and put a dime. We will NBA. have gone to outer space. You got outer Jordan behind. Team. Take that down and put Doncic then, bro. You got yeah. Jordan behind. Take it's, Jordan down. Take Phil Jackson Doncic down. Doncic will see. defeat the Martians. He, he will, will defeat take Harlem the down. I need to see Doncic behind you instead of that big Jordan dunking on somebody behind you. Who's Doncic calls for the switch because of Jordan. He calls Jordan for Jordan Clarkson. Never heard of him. I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about Michael Jordan. You know Michael B. About. Jordan from from yeah. those Rocky spinoffs. I got it right here. Here he is, Creed. All right, right and he's there. Than, Creed on two. that cover. He's better than Doncic. I'm <laughs> telling you, Doncic is going to defeat the Martians. He's going to unite the galact galaxy. He will bring balance to the force, and he's <laughs> winning a lightsaber battle with okay. Michael. Cool. Who will? Jokic would look great in a Mavs jersey. Darth Vader would look good in a Mavs jersey. Jokic. Oh, he would. If so they ever played together, we make that happen not, already. Did I not say that? You did say that, and that would be I, beautiful. I told, I told Adam. I said they should trade and see if they can get Jokic. They trade for. Leo just got lost in outer space there. Say that again, man. You sounded like you were a robot. Uh-oh, his face is frozen. What do we do, homie? Yeah, um, I agree. I think that would be a great move. That's what he sounds like. Uh-oh. This is great radio, folks. Is he trying to say the European Union? Is, is that what he's trying it to say? It sounds like something about the Soviet Union. European Union. We'll just say call it. Well, the European Union. Leo, are you, are you so speaking Jokic into comes a to the fan? Mm. Yeah, well, he, he's still out. <laughs> oh, he's coming We'll just back. move on. Um, <laughs> we got the Clippers and the, the, the Nuggets. We got that done. All right, Rockets, Lakers, all right? Oh, That's man. Be a great one. The Rockets were always my pick uh, to be the dark horse team, at least, because I think they are a true dark horse. Um, but I don't know. I mean, like, this is going to be completely different styles. Oh, looks oh like now he's gone. Now he's gone. Yeah. Uh, we'll, <laughs> well, see <if> <laughs> we'll see if he comes back. We'll see if he comes back. We'll see. But the Rockets and Clippers, uh, Rockets and Lakers, sorry. Um, he probably didn't want to talk about the Rockets and Lakers or anything. I, I got a hot take. So a, a few weeks ago, we had uh, Kurt Schroeder on the uh, Full Court Trap. Yeah. And he said that the Rockets are going to win the series. This one. Okay, very good. I love yeah. that take because the Rockets have always been my dark horse, as you know. And I think, I think they could. I think they could do it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, 
the Lakers do have a hard time guarding those elusive guards. We saw that against uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah. I just don't think so. Because <laughs> Anthony Davis. You know, if Westbrook was like a good shooter, I mean, like maybe, but like, yeah, you know, maybe. it's just like Westbrook is just too, like the Rockets are, are just too do or die. You know, they're just, they're too binary. Interesting choice of words there. Yeah. Just one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. I see what you're saying. I think, I mean, Anthony Davis used to play guard in high school. Yeah. Uh, and before he had that massive growth spurt, he has guard skills. He's expanded his uh, his shooting, but like I'm more talking defensively, he's going to be able to be out on the perimeter. Uh, he's someone who can cover enough ground where when the Rockets go five out like they like to do, if someone drives in, Davis is going to be able to cover that ground. And um, what's going to be interesting is – are the Lakers going to be able to force mistakes? The The Rockets don't turn the ball over a lot when they're playing their best ball. But if the Lakers defense can force them into some turnovers, then they will blow the doors right off this series. Uh, I also think that the, you know, the Thunder started to figure them out and the Thunder could have easily won that. I think it's Lakers in five, man. I mean, that's also. I mean, that's also a possibility because it depends on how well the Lakers' role players are playing. And yeah, true. I mean, like if the Rockets, if their game plan is just going to be all right, Jan or uh, LeBron and AD, just let them go off. You know, <laughs> everyone else just worry about them. Uh, I don't know, um, but I could see the Rockets. I mean, they just have to be again extremely hot. They haven't really shown that yet because they just played this hard series we were talking earlier about uh you know the clippers have so much rest and I, i've noticed in, in years pr- like prior to this like the teams that have a lot of rest or that's not that doesn't have a lot of rest they seem to struggle a little bit they seem to come out a little slow Interesting. Uh, i think that happened even this year with the, the raptors they came out very slow they're still trying to find their footing against boston right i mean because that game two or game one they kind of got blown out game two was a little bit closer but they, you know they still couldn't get it done but yeah i mean um I, I don't know, like, if that's, like, you know, because the Rockets are now kind of in rhythm now. But the Rockets, again, they, they barely – they eked out that win. You know, it's not like they yeah. blew out in game seven. I mean, you cannot get any uglier than that. Yeah. And I was actually watching on Instagram this morning. Uh, I watched a little video by Jay Williams. And so there's, like, one second left on that inbound play. And he he pointed out – and go back and look at this, the end of the game, because it's he's absolutely right. So they have P.J. Tucker guarding Steven Adams in, like, he's three feet away from him. Steven Adams has no one between him and the basket. All they had to do was lob it up, and they tie that game. You know what I mean? It's an easy lob pass to Steven Adams. That's a huge defensive breakdown that wasn't exploited. But the Lakers have a damn good coaching staff. No disrespect to, uh, you know, Billy Donovan. And obviously, you know, th- that plays in motion. That's happening. But uh, the Lakers have a, a, a good coaching staff just like the Thunder, but they also have more, uh, I'd say, a higher IQ on the floor. <laughs> LeBron James. And so I don't expect them to miss those opportunities uh, when they are presented. And so I think that's where it gets very interesting because uh, – you know, Frank Vogel, Jason Kidd, LeBron James, Rajon Rondo, you have a lot of very 
smart players and coaches. And uh, I think that they are going to be able to figure out some of the, the tricks and gimmicks that the Rockets use to win. Um, the, the interesting aspect is just going to be this five out, right? Because I, I think the Lakers are going to be forced to go a little bit smaller. And they have a bunch of these like old, you know, kind of washed up guards that are going to have to play heavy minutes. But just put Anthony Davis at the five and surround him with guards. And I think they uh, are going to be able to handle anything that comes their way. I know the Rockets, uh, at least in the first in the first round, at least they had one of the better defenses, like a top five defense uh, within, you know, in statistically within that first round. So that might that might be very interesting to see how that comes into yeah. play. But uh, I, I mean, like the Lakers coaching staff is very underrated. Um, I think I know they have Jason Kidd. I know they have obviously Frank Vogel. Do they have Lionel Hollins too? I'm not sure if they got Lionel Hollins. I know they have a third guy who like used to be a head coach. Um, but isn't anymore. I'm gonna look it up right now. But uh, Lakers coaching is like it's very like well respected. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, hold on. Let me let me see. Who, oh, is it Fizdale? Maybe. Ooh, I do like Fizdale. I'm not sure. I, it's it's. Uh, I'm, I'm just gonna look it up right now. Uh, oh yeah, it is. Hollins is on there. Okay. So yeah, I mean it's like they're all former coaches. They're all very well respected. You mentioned Jason Kidd. Everyone looks up to Jason Kidd. I feel like guys like Rondo, even guys like uh, you know younger guys like uh, like Kuzma, even like Javale McGee. I'm sure they look up a guy like Jason Kidd. They grew up watching him play. Um, so yeah, I mean like I think that that's definitely very that's kind of the advantage the Lakers have because they have so many minds, so many great minds on that team. Yeah. Who, you know they can win even if they don't necessarily like even if they were a little less talented. Uh, they could still win because of that like advantage they have with the coach. But yeah, I mean, like their two stars are definitely better than the Rockets too. I mean, Harden and LeBron, you can kind of go, you know, wash on that. You know, they're definitely the best two of the series. Um, depending on what you think about Anthony Davis, because I, I think it's I think Anthony Davis is the third best of the series. Interesting. Right behind Harden. Okay. I mean, just you can make the argument just... that he's the best in the series. Really oh, but yeah, I, I guess that I guess that that also makes sense. I mean, LeBron honestly, you could make scoring. a case for any three of those guys being the best player in the series. That's true. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, I believe because I mean, the master baiter, he can literally play by himself, and he'll be having great stats. Yeah, he he's very good at playing by himself. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't need to play by anyone else's rules. Sometimes he goes in the gym and he plays with himself, <laughs> hours on end, and that's why. He gets so many shots up. Hopefully he doesn't have the same fate as Coney 2012 guy. What'd you say? Hopefully he doesn't have the same fate as Tony, Co- Coney 2012 guy. Who's Coney 2012? Remember Coney 2012, that, that social media video that was just such a – everyone on Facebook was like, fuck Coney or whatever, K-O-N-Y. Oh. And uh, apparently that guy, he, he was just found masturbating in the bathroom. Not James Hardening. He was masturbating. In the oh, bathroom. he was just actually jerking yeah. off. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, he got arrested. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's not yeah, good. Look up Coney twenty twelve if you want. I, I do him. remember that vaguely. That's about eight years ago. And yeah, it, it was like it was a big thing for like a week. Yeah, and, and if you guys don't know, if you don't listen to the show, we're talking about baiting people in the shots, not jacking off. <laughs> All right. So take it easy. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, we don't talk about jacking off here on Hoopster Thomas. No, no, no. Yeah. That's we just call him James Harden. James Harden, the masturbator. But you know what's interesting? Uh, so I'm on Roto World, and Frank Vogel said that Rajon Rondo 
looks really good, and he's hopeful that Rondo will be able to play in game one on the Friday. And you put Rondo on the floor with the Lakers, dude, and all of a sudden that bench gets so much better because they have their point guard. Yeah, I mean, like, at least the bench will at least have their point guard because now LeBron can have at least a little more rest. Yeah. LeBron being the point guard. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's obviously very helpful. Uh, and we keep, we keep talking about the great minds of the Lakers. Um, and Rondo, playoff Rondo, I mean, as we, as we know, three years ago, playoff Rondo was a thing until he got hurt. He hurt yeah. his thumb. I know Celtics fans, they, they keep – they're in denial. They keep saying that they'll, they'll still win the series anyway. No, no, that's not true. Such a Rondo was huge. He literally knew everything. Well. Yeah, so, yeah, um, you know, it's like, you know, James Harden is the master. Rondo, he knows everything. He's like the all, uh, what is it, omni- omniscient? Is that, is that what you mean, when you're all-knowing? Omnipotent. Omni- omnipotent, I think, is all yeah, power. He, he's what, he's as smart as Kyrie Irving thinks he is. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that that works. I mean, if you put Kyrie Irving's skills and then Rondo's like mind into Kyrie Irving's body, you have the right? best point guard of all time. If you Probably Rondo's mind, and he'd Kyrie's be a, a pure point guard and a pure like scorer too. It'd be really weird, like a hybrid. Yeah, yeah, you'd have an absolute menace. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Rondo's gonna be. That's a, why I'm all about stem cell. I think we should try to cross cross uh i don't know i don't know the scientific terms but we need to create a mutant offspring yeah. of those two basketball players to create a kairando irving i don't know yeah. Kai irving yeah kairajani rondo and then he will play in the outer space league too <laughs> and really the only threat to luka Doncic, who will defeat the martians luka Doncic, the coach the player and the commissioner and the gm yeah in the first person to score a hundred in outer space, <laughs> which is first really person score even like even no five <laughs> So the ball, when you shoot the ball in outer space, it just floats. It floats <laughs> it's off. A, long, into the a lot long games there. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun games. People talk about adjusting to the altitude. <laughs> Try outer space ball when we get <laughs> yeah. there. Okay. Yeah, I wonder if the Nuggets have that advantage as well. We'll see, or maybe yeah. the Rockets do. I don't know. I don't think the Rockets – well, maybe the Rockets, that would make up for their lack of height. No gravity. Yeah. Because then their shorter players can just float around. Yeah. They also – I mean, they're, I mean, since they are the Rockets, they must have some good equipment to, like, adjust, right? Yeah, true. They do have and, space hey, equipment. And Trailblazers are very creative. They, they know – I mean, like, they're, this is what they're built for. Just yeah. the, the unexpected. Houston, we have no problems. Houston, we have no problems. Uh, yeah, man, that's going to be a fun series. That's going to be a very fun series. I feel like it's just destiny, though, that it's going to be Lakers, Clippers. Lakers, Clippers. I mean, everyone's been talking about it all all summer long. You know, Lakers, yeah. Clippers, Conference Finals. Yeah. It's two summers now. We've been talking about Lakers, Clippers, and this Conference Finals. Yeah, and Leo's been singing Sweet Home Alabama all summer long. <laughs> um, But shoot, man. I feel like we have our final four pretty much determined. Yeah. Like, it's going to be the Celtics and the – And the L.A. teams. I can't count out the Bucks yet. I can't count out the Bucks yet. I'm, I'm already – I'm, I'm starting to erase them. I'm starting to erase, like, the CKS of, of Bucks. I'm starting okay. to – Yeah, well, I can't really blame you because it looks like – I mean, the Heat are in control right now. Yeah. So. But, yeah, that's going to do it for this episode of Hoops Adamas. 
Adam Shalfu for Tommy Rain, and shout out to Coach Coleman for stopping by. Yeah, swinging by there on the quick pick and roll. That's right, yeah, yeah quick pick. I love it. Uh, give and go. Yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next time. That was a fucking yeah, thing. Oh, are we still recording? Oh, I gotta yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah, right. Maybe I'll just keep this in there. All right.